What's up, what's up, what's up? This is DJ Despair, and I got my boy Pimpton all the way from Regina. What's good? What's cracking, y'all? What's cracking? Shout out DJ Despair. Hey, hey, hey. Mm. Man. Are you ready? We have this motherfucking game on. Whoa. Whoa. That was my bad. We're plugging in. All right, let's redo this over again. Are you ready? We have this motherfucking game on lock with DDJ Despair. Street Killers is in the damn building. All right, all right, all right. This is DJ Despair, and we got my boy Pimpton all the way from Regina. Pimpton, tell people who you are. Hey, what up? Right now, I'm the man cruising, smoking. I got my brethren with me. Came out 306 strong. Hampton, Regina, Saskatchewan. Gorilla Clan, what's up? So, how long have you been in the game? Oh, damn. Too long, dog. Too long, dog. I I really been doing this probably since 2006. Yeah, that's what I met you when you were like, what, like... Sixteen, just getting your feet wet. Yeah, yeah. Around sixteen, we've been rapping, doing this thing. So now, in over your career, you've done a lot of things. You worked with a lot of people, um, like the song "Mayday." My day, my bad, my day. Oh yeah, my day, my day. That one, like my day, actually one of my favorite jams, but um. That song, so funny, Chantel Stewart, one of my homegirls, she just kind of, I wanted to get her in the studio, so we are working on some stuff, we are grinding for a bit, and then she just remembered a flow I did on this other song that she was like, oh, can you, like, try to recreate this flow? And I was like, hell yeah, whatever. Like, I kind of thought about it, and then my day ended up being the song that came out. Like, I wrote her, I wrote her hook, so I really had this hook in mind, and I was like, I want someone to sing this, but she came through and did the thing and then i she's like what like try to do this kind of flow on it i hit that shit and that song ended up being like one of the ones that really connected with people for sure you know did that little kind of storytelling vibe on it i think a lot of people relate let's get into it for a little bit and let people hear it I've been watching your career for a long time and you've done a lot of things. You've toured and worked with a lot of people. Um, name a few 
people that you've actually done tracks with, you know, like I mean, you obviously you gotta start that shit with Andre Nicotina, the god con, rap god number seven, kill a whale. As a big dog. Other than that, you know, I've done a couple like mainstream things. I did the Fetty Wap, the Rich the Kid, whatever. There's some future. There's there's a couple big like mainstream ass names, but I feel like those are tracks like, you know, you put on, you put out, and that's how it goes. And that's whatever you turn up to those. But oh, there's Tory Lynch. I think he's probably my favorite feature one. So speaking as far as like a mainstream artist. All right. So the first one you said was this one. That was the second one I said. I think I said Fetty first. Yeah, no, I know you said the Fetty, but for me, the Rich the Kid Boppers. Oh yeah, this shit went When I was on tour with you, this just fuck you boppers, 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 fuck you You guys gotta see this live. It's just fanatics. All you bitches, where where you were facing all my nigga end up looking like a boppers, fuck you 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 boppers with a AK. All you bitches, where where you Seeing all kinds of things, all kinds of body parts coming out to that song. Oh man, like even when you said the like the last verse you just said there. Too. Shout out PMAC. PMAC produced that. Shout out PMAC. My favorite engineer, my favorite man to send my motherfucking stems to. Was Anna? So Toronto. Shout out Toronto. So now, how many albums have you released? Shit, I feel like albums including mixtapes or just albums? Like both. both. Album? We, we include both because you still put out your mixtape as an album anyways, so. Some of them, but it just depended on if there was like copyrighted shit on right. it. If copyrighted, then I kind of called it a mixtape and never called it an album. But there was right. one project I think there's some sample on, whatever. But other than that, probably something close to like 18. As far as like the actual uh, studio albums that there's no like sampled music or nothing on, I think it was at like eight. Or, yeah, I think it was at, like, eight after Tunnels. I think Tunnels was the eighth. I can't remember. So what do you... um, Okay, so with all the albums that you put out, what was... uh, What was your, um, I say, favorite song off of Tunnels? Favorite song off of Tunnels? Ah, You're killing me. I love Sisyphus. (laughs) But I also love the interludes. So the interludes aren't really even considered songs, I guess, but they're narrated. And I wrote all those tracks as to be narrated, to be like kind of someone narrating my thoughts. So those are my favorite because they kind of tie the whole project together. The interludes one, two and three. But I mean, as far as tracks, tracks lyrically, um, Sisyphus is the closest to my heart. Like as far like I can't even say some of that shit, but I wrote that (laughs) song for all kinds of people. And it was just like, uh a way of me pouring out a lot of fucking things I was dealing with for like five years in one, in one verse. And then the second verse was like me kind of reflecting on the first verse. The first verse is just packed with all kinds of shit. But so Sisyphus is one of those for me, obviously that one track, no play is one of my faves. I can't even like, they're just all my faves. Emma pimp was one of my faves originally called MF pimp as an ode to MF doom. And also that the song is called, like, the hook was originally, I'm a motherfucking pimp, and I changed it to I'm a motherfucking pimp. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to clean it up for the mums and the lovers, you know what I mean? So I changed it from motherfucker okay. to the lover. So before you know, we get it, into that, so we need you gotta talk MLT, about this. Like, but it's Hold really on, we, called MF Doom. I know. Doom, all right? Did you make a promise to somebody that you're gonna do an album where you don't curse? I wouldn't say a promise, but my father, <laughs> my father definitely had a little influence. One day on you like will that. do one that was well, like. Well, I had already done one. I did the oh. Newark Testament. That was the first Ooh. album I ever dropped, and it had absolutely no cusses on it. But after Newark Testament, I tried to rap that shit to a bunch of motherfuckers. And <laughs> they're all just trying to get drunk, so nobody wanted to hear all that intellectual shit back then. This is before, this is pre-Kendrick. You know what yeah. I mean? This is this is pre J Cole and pre all of that shit. Lupe was cracking, but I don't know if Lupe fell in the rhyme or realm of conscious rapper minus his fucking like first couple songs, you know. But when Lupe kind of cracked, I don't know if anyone like Kendrick was the first rapper who got the title conscious rapper in in the mainstream realm. You know, I mean, other like Black Thought and all the underground actual conscious rappers, but. Kendrick was the first mainstream version of that. So when I was doing Newer Testament in 2008, ain't nobody trying to hear nothing about <laughs> reflecting on my life and shit while they're trying to have drinks. Like people weren't trying to hear that. Honestly, people around me were like, oh, you got to like, I also played a lot of morning, like daytime shows for the like university crowd at like parks and little events like that, because it was really more like those were the people who were like, oh, yeah, you know, Regina's got like the hippie side of the backpack rap of the that's what they want to. You know what I mean? They're not trying to hear the whole shit, whole shit that here, but they're also not the ones buying up all my music. You know what I mean? So it really came to like having to satisfy this cloud or not cloud, this club crowd. I call them cloud because I was thinking club crowd, but it, it came to satisfying this club crowd where you have to have these bumping fucking beats and these banging songs with really easy dumbed down lupe made the song dumb it down they ain't playing you in the club lou dumb it down you know what i mean and he made that song and that's what i'm saying like he was one of the first conscious mainstream rappers but they never clap like none of his conscious songs got the clout you know they all kind of got pushed to the back and just considered fucking like pop and then whatever whatever but as far as me like that was always my lane but because I had to do this shit that appealed to who was paying me and who was paying you <laughs> were the fucking clubs. You know what I mean? The universities, they're getting these little bursaries and these little things, but that's like $200 and this, that, and there, here and there. But the clubs are putting $500, $600 in my pocket a night and letting me perform four times a month. Trust me. You know what I mean? They're, and I'm fucking 18, 19 years old. So <laughs> from 19 to 26, like that was the hustle. 19 to 25, until I started touring and becoming a touring artist, that was the hustle. So the whole fucking, the whole jump and the whole juice was kind of created off of me being like, okay, well, this can be monetized easily with least effort. But, you know, Tunnels was a step back to myself. And in my dad kind of, because that, I didn't write that album clean. I actually yeah, I know and wrote that whole album with all the cuss words and then within uh the last two weeks before releasing it went back in and revised every track and changed <laughs> all the cuss words into other words that i felt kind of still got the vibe across it's probably how every artist makes a clean cut you know but yeah. whatever it is like that's how that kind of manifested and yeah the the dad kind of was like you know he's always giving you the nudge <laughs> well, you see, he's always giving me the nudge, and that's kind of how that shit came to play for sure. And as a touring artist, like I've had a chance to tour with you, and you, your energy just was amazing just before this COVID shit hit. Oh and, yeah, uh, you know, it's like I'm glad that we got to tour just before COVID. Trust me, that, that's like the best oh, thing yeah. that ever felt good after that. Even mm -hmm. though certain things didn't go the way we expected, but yo, at least we did something before COVID and got to learn from. Oh it. my god, it was a blessing. <laughs> like honestly, that was such a. It was just great. Timing is everything, and life is just about that, you know. So now that you've had time off and everything, and you've had a great career, you've like worked, you know, you've been on tour with Dizzy Wright, Mad Child, you've got to go to the States to do a few things. Andre Nicotina. Andre Nicotina, like. Oh, God. <laughs> and you've opened for so many people. You've opened for like Afro Man for other when you're out here and like, oh, and all yeah. different types of people. Like, and you've That's even had your problem. own stage shows. I opened for so, Jizza, Meth, Red, yeah. like whatever. I, I've yeah, been. I've bone. Been, Bone thugs. I did all I mean, that open shit, you know. Like, 
I got to share a stage with my idols, you know, many, many times. So as a Regina artist, how does that make you feel? Because like a lot of people don't get to do what you get to do out there. A hundred percent. I mean, it makes me feel proud. It also makes me feel like motivated to keep kicking down doors and showing these young cats just like how easy this can be. You know, like it doesn't, you don't have to blow the budget all the time. All you need to do is keep your fucking word and be a stand up person and you can do everything you want to do in life, you know? So I feel like that's kind of my path. That's my purpose is to just keep showing that and living that. And also you've worked with a, a bunch of indigenous artists like Jesus and uh, Joy Styles. Oh and all yeah, that. man. I, so. that's, that's the fam. Like I, that's just part of me. You know what I mean? Like I just work with a lot of artists. They don't even have to be like classified. It's just like, those are my brothers. Like I just work with artists in general. Hell yeah. And Dries, shout out Jesus. He's doing huge things. Shout out Joey. Shout out fucking, you know, my my dog, Sky Stoney. Hey. 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 Shout out Sky, you know. Shout out the whole squad, man. Blazing Natives and fucking uh there were so many lazy four. Like those were like those are the squads. Res official, like those are the squads I came up. Like those were the people really doing anything and getting like publications in Regina and Saskatchewan when I was coming up. See, that's so why I was bringing I, that I, up. I that shit, because a lot of people don't know that you were surrounded a lot of that actually in that scene growing up as a hip hop artist. Those were the guys who were actually running the scene out there when you were doing it too. Oh, for sure, hundred so, percent. I mean, there was like, yeah, that was it to me. I even like, I, I feel like I met fucking Winnipeg's most in them, like in two thousand ten like 2010 like way back they were they were the fucking things out there out in the prairies like winnipeg's most like took off on that shit but it was also stress street yep and res official had to run too with helen back and all that because like when i was around like i got to watch it all grow and you know seeing all the stuff even going in and out of regina like we just used to go out there just to do parties and the day that i walked out there and Man, rest in peace. Fresh turns around and goes, yo, you got to check out this guy. And you came out of nowhere, and I saw your energy for that age of 16. I was like, this guy's going to be a star. And from the minute I said that, I was like, yo, he's going to be a star. And we had, like, uh, from since then, what, like, you got how many years? And you know it, like, it's all about time, and it's all about these memories, and it's all about that that grind, and and that experience and that perspective that we have from all these things put together. So, you know, it'll always be unique. It'll always be 100. It'll always be coming. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, you, you go moving. through the trials and tribulations of like, you know, friendships and exactly. patterns of life or growth and growth. And then the exactly. you get, the more you understand your responsibility, what you're putting out there into the world. So your your change has helped a lot because you're you're the type of guy to go up at a club and turn a club up and still go back out there and help the youth. You know, oh, what I mean? let's get let's do it all for the youth. You know what I mean? Where did so, I go? You'll be back. Yeah, yeah. Let me figure this shit out. That's it right there. We're trying to get a so, better angle on these house. My big, my big thing with you is like you are a wee connoisseur like me. Like we smoke too. Like we smoke. <laughs> so, so like, what does that? How does that influence your life and your music and your culture? Like, what is that? A, like, what is that to you? Like, how's what is the that funniest mean? thing? The funniest thing, honestly, I feel like when I'm about to do a show or I'm about to spit or do a whatever, I just like. Mm. And that should just make my spit, my saliva so thick that when I talk, it's just like, I just cut through. It's like every word hit, every word <laughs> stick. Um, I'm just, <laughs> I'm like, I love what my saliva does. No, I'm just fucking on. But honestly, it's just like, honestly, we came up in a place where <clears throat> it was kind of like either be hard or be heard. You know, and it's like you either got to be like thugging it the fuck out or you got to be just away from all of that shit. And I just didn't necessarily have the luxury of being away from all of that shit. Cannabis was how I found my place of chill, how I found my relax, how I found my escape from having to be hard all the time. 
Like, that's just what it is. It, it opened me up to a new circle of people that had more love in their heart, you know, maybe where whatever they've been through. I feel like cannabis is something you come to when you've been through something because it's only like maybe now it'll be different that it's legal. But back yeah. then when it was like you had to kind of go out of your comfort zone to experience that, it kind of meant that you had to be in a place already where you were kind of willing to not abide by convention you know which means you kind of already had to be thinking a certain way so cannabis is that to me and i've been about that you know what i mean like i remember i was probably six years old i walked through a fucking superstore with my mom in winnipeg i, I must have been four then but in winnipeg and this dude was just walking he had braids but his hair was just swaying and it was just doing one of these. And I looked at my mom and I was like, I'm going to have fucking long hair like that one day. And she on God, like was like, <laughs> okay. you know what I mean? And my dad kept trying to make me trim it and trim it and groom it and do all that things for a bit. But eventually it was just like, no, nah, it's dread. It's life. It's like, I, I started researching Rastafarianism and all, and my culture and all this shit out of at like, I'm talking the age of like 10 dog. Like I'm young. I'm, I'm realizing why I want to do it. And as soon as I hit high school, I dreaded this motherfucker and I smoke cannabis in front of the teachers and it's whatever, you know what I mean? Like wherever it is, they know I'm cannabis. They pull up my picture at the airport and they're like, Oh, it's cannabis. And it's like, they know what it is. You know what I mean? And I, I live it and I am that. And when that shit became legal, I was super stoked on that. And that's cool. You know, they need to drop the prices though. That's for damn sure. The government tripping. Oh yeah. 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 Cause you know, it's funny though. Cause like, I remember like when we were rolling, it was like every second we turned around was just like pass the blunt rotation, rotation, rotation. Even if man was asleep, it was like, wake up, smoke, rotation. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, oh, and, then, and then you know what the, one of my favorite parts of the, of the road trip is when we were rolling with Dizzy and Hoffa and then they cornered us and they're like, yo, I need that weed. <laughs> just like, when we got to Thunder Bay, yo, no, but I'm saying when we got to Thunder Bay, there was no dispensaries. And then they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. and I gave them that jar that's of weed that. before we got there, eh? That's and they, that's that. <laughs> <laughs> they smoked the whole shit. Dude, I, we was gave like, him, I was literally like, wait a second. We gave them an ounce, half a weed, and somehow they smoked the whole jar. But Pimpton still had his jar. I, I had was, three. I, I, yeah. <laughs> For real, that was a lot of weed consumed. Shout out to Extract Kings. Yeah, shout out the plugs, Extract Kings with the dabs. They're killing it too. They still killing it. Oh man, I still got a lot of. Them. I got to hook. Tell them to send. Tell them send me a package, man. Oh yeah, we got to talk. Oh yo, I, 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 we're gonna talk after this subscribe. because I got to do the festival next month. So you should come. Yeah, yeah, we'll keep that on the hush till then. Yeah. So, but you see, a lot of people don't understand is that. You now have grown into your own self as an artist where you've rolled with a lot of people. You've been under certain crews. You've done certain things. Now you just grill clan and pimped. It. That's it. Just you know. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got a funny But uh, Gorilla clan, we turn it up, you know, like it's it's been a long ass journey. It's been a long time coming and it is what it is like everything falls into place and had to be the way it is so i'm just out here living on my purpose dog like that's all i know <laughs> you know like, you know it's funny thing to me i wake up and i do the same thing i'm just like here we go you know i go to bed early when i have to i mean when i can but honestly it's so good like turn the whole routine into something else. I'm up at like 6.40, 6.30. My alarm goes off at 7. I'm literally up halfway through my morning routine and have to go back to my bedroom to turn off the alarm like almost every fucking morning. It's a trip, but mm -hmm. nevertheless, you know what I mean? Like the grind, it's, it's just how it is. We just moving forward and we adapt and we fucking thrive. And that's the goal, you know? So on that tip, this is one of my favorite songs. I have to play this right now since we just smoke it out here right now. Oh, that's why, you know, I can never say what my favorite song is. I love telling I just, people the story about this song. What you bro, I just be in my moods. And when I'm in that mood, I just like say some shit. And that's, that'll be my favorite song for that feeling. 
and those songs are like breadcrumbs of my life to me. Go back, and I revisit that feeling, and when I make a music video to that shit. <sighs> That's but a whole see, different universe now. That made me laugh because you literally wrote, did the song, shot the video, and then came to Winnipeg. Oh yeah, oh yeah. For that New Year's <laughs> Eve. Was that New Year's Eve or what was that? No, it was. Uh, it was in January. It was after New Year's Eve. You came right yeah. after. Oh my God! Yeah, I did. That was the bun down, the first bun down. He came. Yeah. It yeah. So hard. Yeah. This in that video. We rolled like. Fucking how much we bro? I took like a quarter pound and I brought a half or I brought a half pound, then a quarter pound. And we fucking rolled it all. And then we rolled like eight cross joints. And like, bro, there was just baddies going around. Like, I was like, every time we cut new joint lit, you know what I mean? I was like, continuity, <laughs> continuity. We can't have no roaches. We can't be smoking roaches. So everyone's just re well, especially this guy. This guy is so fucking high. Curtis was on one. This dude, I is a motherfucker. We out here though. I'm so motherfucking high now. 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 I just raced a don't care niggas high brow. I disappear in my lair like a white house. Pulling out pom poms like it's going outside. I'm so motherfucking high now. I'm so motherfucking high now. I'm so motherfucking hot now. I'm so motherfucking hot now. Yeah. 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 I just raise don't care, niggas. I brag. I disappear in my leg like a white ass. Walking down pom poms like it's going outside. Yeah. When I put the encore PRs, hop in the car. Hollywood bull car. Yeah. Drive on the streets. Yeah. Dive over boy. Yeah. Fly kites from Mars. Yeah. Light up one more. Get high than before. No strings, no cords, boo. I can escort you. They don't support you. Pimp 10 will endorse you. Don't yeah. go for free, we could go get you paid. They yeah. live in obstacles, I don't complain. They look up, they see me smoking weed on the plane. Yeah. They know I can see in the rain. Yeah, I'm so motherfucking hot now. I just wish I don't care, niggas hot brows. I disappear in my leg like a white house. Walking down pom poms like it's gone outside. And it did go out of style because they, they fucking stopped making pop pops. <laughs> no. My heart, my soul. <laughs> pop they fucking kidding me. Holy shit. But they said they're bringing them back in September. When it comes to women, my I live by these two principles. Never let no halfway have my heart. I never trust some host, but you use something different. I ain't never smoked this blunt before. Since I'm being honest, I should let you know. I'm a father loving pure mama. Only try foreign whips. I ain't never ever smoked one of me. I'm a fool. These two principles never let no halfway have my heart. I never trust him, holy, 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 never trust him, You could find these videos on his page. Go look for Pimpton. The Pimpton. Subscribe to the channel. Subscribe to my channel, dog. See. This song right here, though, every time I listen to this song, I just, just I have like flashbacks of the tour. You know that new one I gave you that studio for you? What? That little one, the new one I gave you a sneak preview of that you used in that beat battle? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, we're, 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 we're
the new one I just sent you. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Wait, wait, wait. Before we do that, wait, what? You're muffled a bit. Didn't hear you. I said I made a performance instrumental to that shit. That should go fucking up. Okay, yeah, we got to go do that shit another tip because you see, man, I don't even like whoop. I love that. You could go find that on his platforms, but this one right here, I was waiting to play this. Now you brought it up. I just got to hit you. Like, here, just, just. I've been playing this. I know some of you all been watching me play this. I broke this in the U.S. Don't play anything yet. I don't even know if you have the master. Like, it's not even a master, but it's at least a mix. Like, you know what I'm going to I sent you that probably like two weeks ago. I just got it. Uh, or whenever I sent it to you, I got a newer thing. Holy. So don't even play that. Wow. I get special. You had a you had a cut before I made cuts. You know what I mean? Hey, hey, hey that's what that's what that's what a DJ slash everything. <laughs> but on that tip, since we go like I'm going like like we're gonna play that on another time. So I'm going with that. That's gonna be another sneak preview coming out soon. But you see this song right here, you can find on all his platforms right now. You need to go find this right now. Could see, shout out to my boy Peter down, Jackson for this one with him. Too. Could it be you? Calling me down, 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 down. Don't need nobody else, and you're putting, and you're putting this all on me. Forget, don't need nobody else, and you're putting this all, and you're putting this all on me. If I gave you myself, would you lift me, place me beneath nobody else? Would you increase my wealth, help me attain highest versions of self? Could I call you my baby in public without feeling fair of their judgments? I know on the surface it seems the horizon would end, but it doesn't. I keep my house wet, case of fire. I see how my neighbors be burning. That shit, they serving so much heat to the block, ain't no need for a furnace. They burning the dead, he churning the dead while he holding a sherm stick. The letter read XOXOXO, signed it in cursive. This shit just the tip of the iceberg, my nigga, I had to unearth it. That hole in your bucket, a piece of my heart's all I had to preserve it. Can't count all the times I was falling in love and decided to curb it. Pat, what the fact up? is this road that I'm on on some shit make a hitchhiker nervous. I don't want to talk to nobody. I don't need no new friends. I don't want to spend my money. I'm trying to stack my ass. 550 black my bands. Two girls with me, they twins. Two girls with me, they twins. 550 black my bands. I don't want to talk to nobody. I don't need no new friends. I don't want to spend my money. I'm trying to stack my ass. And deep down I know that you got what it takes Cause I seen what you'll give The man said, Pimpton, you look like a king I said, that's how I live Cause I done felt high and low so many Too many times that I choose to stay high Find out the meaning of life was bring meaning to lives And teach others to thrive Now they stop when we walk and they try keep their cool With the boss in my office who talking about tools We got hammers and nails for these pussy boy crosses I clear the deposit, I cover the losses and So for anybody asking Yes, that video just got released. And yes, it's available on YouTube. Sisyphus featuring Peter Jackson. Run that up. And for anybody else asking, what did I replace pom-poms with? These bad motherfuckers called Cuberos. This is a new thing. This is what we're smoking on now. They got a version kind of of a backwood, but it's like a nice thinner leaf. Oh, yeah? Fresher. I won't say fresh. I can't. I can't talk down on back with like, that. It's like a grappa leaf. A more enjoyable leaf if you're not someone trying to lose the fucking third lung out here. Is it a grappa leaf? No, I didn't grab it. It's tobacco. Okay, good. Because yeah, yeah, I ain't grabbing my Okay. That ain't for me. We smoking indica. <laughs> we smoke some sativa. <laughs> we don't smoke no grappa. <laughs> Yo, man, you remember that time when the man's like, yo, I'm going to put grab on the blunt. We just looked at him. <laughs> it's, like, it's just like, yo. <laughs> and it was bad enough for already smoking backwards. So it was like. <laughs> with my palate. They come and fuck around with my palate with that shit. I'm oh, smoking. man. Doug, me. I mean, Thank you for offering me. You know, I get it. You're offering. You think you can fill up the blunt and, you know, fill up that oh, space. But- so it's not a not the ratio. 
that's I'm consuming, like, cut off man. Some of the cut off some of the tobacco and just give me some straight reefer because yeah, I don't even know Yeah, that that's just what this is what that whole look like. It's like the same bullshit. Is it pre roll? It's pre rolled. It's just like a backward. I'm saying it's just thinner. It's nicer. I'm not saying. Yeah, but it's pre-rolled. Like I'm just saying, that's just even better. Shit, that's like respect right there. Pre-rolled tobacco, free-rolled reefer. Man, interesting. I need some of them. Yeah, yeah. These are just. See, this is what you get when you get weed heads doing an interview. You get us doing a whole bunch of different things while we're supposed to be talking. <laughs> no, I mean, motherfuckers need to know you, you want to fucking rap like me, you got to smoke like me. <laughs> Trust me, it's so funny. I was like sitting there telling somebody was like talking to me. He was like, despair, I can smoke like you. I'm like, the only person I know that can keep up with me is Pimpton. <laughs> And still, if I the way I do dabs, he eases back off of that. <laughs> but he could smoke with me though. <laughs> I don't, I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I smoke most motherfuckers under a table. But when it comes to that dab shit, that is just like that shit is like science to me. Like that and edibles, I will I will immediately hit the brakes after a little micro dose of both of those things. I mean, I don't fuck me up. Like, don't get me so fucking. This is what I smoke my dabs out of. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't coming on no fucking playground shit. You know what? I still got that video at your house, My though, man. Is like, you see? It's tall as a tree. You know what I mean? Like, that's our banger. Yeah, we got off tour. We ended up at his house. And uh, Pimpton goes, yo, Get the rig. I just like, where is it? He pulls this big ass. Like, I was just like, yo, this is going down. Man, I put like 16 different types of dabs in that bitch. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, I don't do the dab, but it is that I'm, I'm not trying to smoke a gram of dab in one sitting. I, know yeah, I had to, man. That was a long trip from the West Coast back, man. <laughs> you remember, we drove there and back. And then started going the other way. So it was like that was a long bit of car. We drove across Canada twice in that trip, like twice. I know. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Right. <laughs> There's no question. Like that's what we just did. Bought the beamer, ran up the K's, sold that bitch. It's not, but she did what she had to do. So now, what is your next step for your career? What is like? What are you trying to get into now? Are you Yo, thinking you know, about? I just, I just got nominated for video director of the see, year. Nigga, I'm I'm about to make a movie. What do you? There we go. You, you see? <laughs> what do you like, think? Like, <laughs> what is the next step in my career? Duh! Like green light. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm no, literally I'm telling you, like I was sitting today having a meeting with this guy that you just saw on the camera about what we're doing in the movie that we're about to write and fucking get it going. Like, boom, 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 boom. So, and so don't ask me what it's What? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. What up? I didn't hear what you even said anyways. You got mumbles. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. I ain't asking to be in nothing, man. I want to be an assistant director. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm trying to be behind the scenes. I ain't trying to be in The niggas are like, the only time you're going to see me in a movie is if I'm that big nigga that's smoking a joint trying to beat down people. That's just how it is. Anyone who is tuned in, I want you to watch Arrested Development <laughs> Season 4 when Michael's kicking everybody out of the movie. It's the funniest thing. Guess what? You're out of the movie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> sitting I'm sitting there. The best shit I ever seen in my life. No, I love that fucking show. But anyways, I was clouding somebody about that the other day. Bro, it's the funniest shit you could ever say to someone. <laughs> like I know I because you know what? And then it just takes the fucking weakest person to take offense to it. So you know what I mean? So it's just life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too funny. I love my dogs. Oh, but man, uh, yo, 
All I'm saying is, of course, I got nominated WCMA, Western Canadian Music Awards. It's like one step under the Junos, which to me is one step under the fucking whatever the fuck else, like the Oscar, the boom, the boom, the boom, the boom, the rest of them, the big four. You know what I mean? Don't be kidding. Green light, we going all in, and that's how it's going. Movies, and the so-and-so's, you know what I mean? Like, put the name next up. That's all I know. We're going up. Well, you see, and I'm very proud of you because I watched your career and I watched all the struggles and stuff you've gone through for all these years. And, you know, salute. Yeah. You know, we've been through a lot of losses and a lot of different things in life, personal, plus, like, you know, and Yo, friends. R.I.P. Rest in peace, Marcus Street, my brother. Bless it. So he's like, and you know, it's so funny. Like, as long as I've known you, I've known, I've been friends with family members of yours and never even knew. <laughs> it's like, there's so many things. Like, it's just like, it, when I look at the world and the way everything was meant to be with people working together and being around each other, now I've, I knew that you were going to grow into something. And now seeing what you've developed into, now you're like, you're not only just an artist, like you're a businessman on top of that. So it was like, I respect you highly on that. Right. Cause you handle your shit. Like, and then now, so you're going to get into the movie thing and what else do you think you're going to do now? I mean, I'm definitely going to go back to school at some point. I'm just going to do what I got to do, man. Like I said, I'm going to serve my purpose. That's all I know. I'm here. I know I got that energy. I know I got that juice and I know I can help a lot of people. So whatever I'm doing, like it's going to be generating or indicating or the purpose, you know what I mean? The intent, it's not just like good intent. It's like, we're, we're just going to make change intent. Like we're going to change shit just by existing. So all every moment, you know what I mean? Like I said, I'm up early. I'm doing the thing because I got to make use of this existence. You know, and the new merch now, like, yo, you stepped your game up. Like, what's what's up with that? Oh, check it out, tunnelalbum.com. We got vinyls. We got. I'm actually hella stoked on that. Like my first vinyl ever. Like, come on, come on, those shits go so hard. Got vinyls. Did you get your party pack? Did I even get your address? I don't even know if I sent you. Anything. I'll send you something. No, I haven't given you the new address yet. Yeah, but we got the fucking things cracking. You know, whatever it is, it's just like just little pieces of the puzzle for people to have so they can be a part of it. You know, either way, I get you to keep that. And then when I'm driving through, when we had out that thing, I'll meet up with you and just grab it, get it personal. It's, I'd rather do it that way. Yeah, whatever's clever, man. So now, like, we're getting to the closing time. See... You are a man of all talents. You've done a lot of things in the music industry. You work to a lot of people. You, you know, your own things. You do things. You man of all tricks and trades. Like, I'm really proud of you with the direct thing. Because when I saw that, I was like, you've been nominated for your music and everything all the time. But you see, with this cop top, this is like, yo, man, like, that she sat down, put a project together, which was like when we talked about it. And you had, and you showed me the idea. I saw your vision, and when you put it together, it just made sense. But you didn't see it going that way, like you know what I mean. Like you didn't think it was gonna hit. Like be dead ass. Like when I wrote the fucking uh, when I wrote the brainstorm, like the original brainstorm, it definitely included submit to as many fucking award things as I can. I won other awards, but. I just haven't like bragged them up because I, you know, I'm kind of weirdly humble like that about right. some shit, but I, it, it got like third place in this and third and second place in this and a couple fucking, it never hit a first place yet. I would have probably bragged that shit up a lot harder, right. but you know what it is like, it, it won a couple little things here and there, but the WCMA was simply one where I, I submitted as a rap artist and I submitted as like this, that, and the other but I also submitted the entire visual album and they nominated it for one song, the intro song, Exit the Vessel. But nevertheless, I submitted the entire visual album as my fucking cut for director because it said video director. And I was just like, 
hell yeah, I'm going to fucking submit to video director of the year. Like, why the fuck would I not? I know what the shit, I know what this shit is worth. You know, I know what people are willing to put into it. I know what, whatever, but I, in the end, I know what it's actually worth as a concept and as an idea. So I was like, hell yeah, I'm like, this is revolutionary work. Any way you put it, it doesn't matter who you are. If you make sense of where we are in the time and life, you will understand how this is something that will be a staple for generations moving forward. So you know do, I mean? you, do you feel that this is going to be your whole new way now of presenting your albums and putting out your music? Now? Visual albums, I definitely, like I said, I'm doing this directorial shit. So I definitely think I'm going to uh, direct a movie and also create a soundtrack. You know oh, what I mean? I know you see, so that's got, the next level is now less, I'm directing a movie and creating a soundtrack to it. Boom, boom, boom. Say Shout less. out Jared uh, fucking Robinson, Jared Robinson from Moose Jaw, Nebulous Entertainment. He's like, this guy's doing like, I've always known about him that he's just the most amazing composer. So whatever his musical background is, he's in a few bands, Um, Scott Benson band. I don't know what the other ones are called, but that's the one I really grew up with him being in, a Scott Benson band. But he's an amazing composer when it comes to putting notes together and creating the harmonies and just creating a piece of music. And he got a uh, his song got pulled into um, James Cameron's masterclass. So his song is the background music for James Cameron's masterclass. Hmm. When I say his song, like a, a piece that he composed and he makes movie soundtrack kind of music. So anyway, you put it, it's just like I'm plugged in in a space in a time where I have access to all of these really amazing fucking artists that I can collaborate with. I can just sit in a room with and pull fucking ideas from, or I can just whatever. I can creep their Instagrams and just like see what they're up to and be like, oh yeah, crack and whatever the fuck, you know? So just like, as far as the movie and all that, it's like, I just already know I have all the pieces, you know? So beyond that, it's like, okay, well, there's a little bit of budgeting involved and a little bit of bullshit involved, but that shit, I could do that shit all day. Like that's what I'm here. We go talk. Because a, a lot of things that I showed you stuff to some people. So I got some yeah, plans for you. So, like, you know what I'm saying? But, hey, there's, you know what? Look at this nice, beautiful thing that I rolled out of that Cubero. Yeah, you got to stop doing that, man. Just like, Look at this beautiful ass thing. Look <laughs> at that thing. You see, we, we have this uh, thing. Whenever we roll the perfect blood, we're just like, yo. I believe my weed is art. <laughs> <laughs> like we have a whole different concert. Like you know, it's funny when we sit down to roll weed and everything. We have like a whole like placement trip thing. You light a candle, like the whole that. Like people don't understand like the whole concept of the whole aroma of doing it. Like, it's <laughs> Ultimately, it's a ritual. It's a sacrament. That's why we do it. Like I was saying about the dread and like what it means to me. Like that's why we do it. This is breaking bread. This is making peace with ourselves. You dig? So now I'm very like not gonna put so in the next what do you like what's the next album gonna be dropping? Like when you think about doing that? Like what's to be honest, I'm gonna like when I wrote and created the the tunnels album, I was like, I'm not gonna really put out another project until 2022 because I really wanna give it its space to breathe and I really wanna oh yeah, so even like the next phase two of that is a lot of those animated videos I'm going to recreate as real life videos just in the next little stretch of time to just keep the fucking content alive ultimately because the story to me is what's really important this is why I like you so we're doing the phase two that's what Sisyphus Sisyphus was the first video in the phase two sequence you know, there's about five other videos that are animated that are going to be turned into live videos. See, this is why I get mad at a lot of artists because they never, ever, ever turn around and push their product to the point where it will keep going. Like when we had to talk about consistency, like now your songs are now resurfacing in different ways because now you're giving it a new life every single time. My brother, you literally hit me up and you're like, yo, send me that new song, Sisyphus. And I'm like, this nigga, because <laughs> I'm like, I fucking dropped this shit. I've been dropped this shit. It's not necessarily a new song, but now it's being represented. We see, I know that, but you see, it's I know packaging. that. 
But you see, there's a lot of things you put out that, like, we did, we ran through so many songs. You only gave me no, certain key you. songs. I'm not, I'm not, I thought it was actually, it's, it's actually a compliment that you would call right. it a new song, to be dead ass honest. You know what I mean? I because, was just like, because oh. every, to everybody now with me, they're looking at it as like that, right? Because we know the concept of it. And the reason why I presented it like that, because you always could give rebirth back to certain things you've done. Man, a lot of your songs dated. So you that's know, not big, dated. That's a big point to me because if you like look at my like plays and my, my numbers, some of these numbers say seven thousand, some say one hundred and fifty thousand, some say three hundred, five hundred thousand. But at the end of the day, there are seven billion people on this fucking planet. So in a weird way, all of my shit is still new, you know. So that's all I know. It can be repackaged and rebranded a bazillion, gazillion times because all of those points still hit. And some of those points were probably too early for their time to hit. So people couldn't even grasp that kind of shit. But now, now people are going to start grasping shit. And maybe not now, now, but as in from here on out. <laughs> big. Well, you see, see, now that's what I'm saying is that once you start putting it on, like once we start putting it on TV networks and start doing different things, you're going to evolve even more now because people are going to go back and want to check the album. You see, that's why I like the way you did the concept where you dropped it all straight like a movie. Then mm -hmm. you start to release everything individual after. Mm -hmm. And you see a lot of, like nobody's done that in the game right now that I've seen except for Busta. You know what I'm saying right now? It's just like... Beyonce kind of did it, but she did it a different way. She did the album first and then the movie, like, way, way, way later. Right. <laughs> but that's kind of where I got inspired anyways. Like, I was watching a bunch of musicals and shit when I did that shit. You know what I mean? That one called Hamilton. Ooh, I love Hamilton. Shout out to whatever that guy's name is. I can't remember. Miranda. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to him. He's amazing. But anyways... We, that's kind of just the vibes man the vibes is create you know so, right. part of the inspiration for even that shit like man i don't know let me tell you the funniest story so i went to nicotina's crib whenever 2018 and i like i was kicking it with the dog and like shopping smoking whatever also a moment in my life where i rolled a reefer and nicotina's homie rolled him a reefer and he's like nah he's like i want one like that and he pointed at my blunt and I was like, and I was like, oh, you could just have this one. And I just rolled up another one. But he just liked the way I rolled L's. He had a bunch of little like zigzags. He liked the way I rolled the L. You did because I do the angles. I just do it different, whatever it is. Right. I did that thing. And he loved that shit. And he's like, yo, I want one of those. So that was just a moment for me. But anyways, he was like, uh, he's like, what you want to listen to? And I was like, put on Booty Star Glock Talk, which is one of his albums. Like he was playing like all this Prince and all this like old school jams. And I was just vibing, we're vibing, but he's like, like, you know, what do you want to check? And I was like, yo, play this shit. And there was just a moment where I know like almost every fucking word, like literally maybe three sentences that I don't actually understand because I don't know the lingo like that. So I don't know what the hell a couple sentences say, but beyond that, I know like every fucking word. So we're sitting there, I'm smoking, we're smoking, I'm blazed, you know, and he's just seeing me like rapping his shit. And I shit you not, like this nigga was like, he was like, that shit's cold. And his homie was like, yeah, that shit's cold. Like this guy like knows this album. And then uh, I shit you not, his newest music video is from that album. And that album is from 2010 or 2011 or some shit. And he just dropped his newest music video is from it's called 4 a.m. in San Francisco Bay or some shit like that. No, yeah. no, it's not like that. What the fuck is it called? It's called San Francisco or some shit like that. But uh, his newest fucking video is from a song that's at least ten years old, <laughs> bro. I'm telling you. So all it did was reconfirm this theory I had because where I actually first thought about this, my boy Wiz One Eleven Hooks, shout out Wiz. He threw an art show. And I've been his boy forever. So I just know all his art and how it generationally evolves and where these yeah. pieces come from. Cause I'm always on his shit. But uh, it's like, he will bring something from this art show four years ago to a new art show. And it's just like, maybe it hits then, maybe it doesn't. But at least if it does hit, you're never just throwing out these pieces cause they're never actually old. They're always yeah. new to somebody. And I was like, well, I'm applying that to my music because I've always felt like all of my songs deserve videos well, because they're all a fucking story that I haven't necessarily been able to 
express just audio like sonarly sonically you've heard the fucking story but the actual feeling behind a lot of the shit i said how you said oh you got to see this live you got to hear this song live because it's a whole different experience when you see my energy behind what i'm saying true you know because i speak in such deep crazy metaphor that people just think i'm saying shit and they're like oh yeah that's smart and it makes me think but i can't really get why you're saying it and the why is really more important than the what Oh man, that's why I like it with like okay, we didn't get a chance to play this yet, but you see, that's why I say that because when you see when you listen to this song, they won't chop your bitch down like jujitsu. Okay, I buy a pound, break it down, push it like a baby. This game won't chop your bitch down like jujitsu, call that gracie. So my op just took the bit, we bout to enter phase three. Ain't had to change the lock because I cut that bitch a fake key. Ooh, I'm centered, bitch, I'm Reiki. I come around acting buddy and get bloody like my stakes be quick. Yeah, that man is so bad, I'm about to raise the stakes be And all I such command, I wish a motherfucker play me. Cause I'ma bring the bands out, kick drum in your damn mouth. All my shooters cherry pick the lick, my niggas camp out. Red that on your forehead. You ain't an East Indian They brought me that boy head I was eating East Indian cuisine Man, red tandoori More bread, more means Run it up by all means That vegetables on my necklace I'm a bean peachy key Run up a stage in your set list And air off the whole scene Okay, I grow a key Chop a tree and ditch it like your graveyard You was playing skate I was flipping in the skate park I'm still waiting for the video for that song So, I'm just saying Get all the homies out. 
Keep on ripping, dude. Will do. Have a good night. All right. Mm. So, anything else you want to tell anybody? Shout outs you want to give? Social media links? Uh, you know what it is, like Hampton on every form of social media. Make sure you get on the Spotify's and the YouTube, subscribe, follow, uh, whatever else, iTunes, Apple Music, you know. But shout out the whole squad, 306, Gorilla Clan. Shout out all the boys. Shout out 11 Hooks and, you know, the, the whole, everyone from the posse. My dude, DJ Despair, always in the cut, holding it down. So shout out DJ Despair, you know what I mean? All right, so everybody, salute! Shout out to Extract Kings is one of my sponsors.